No. It's enough. Even torturing you is boring. This is the small council. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Small Council Radio. It's good to be back. Uh, I am excited to get back in the swing of things. I know we've had a couple um, episodes here or there, but I know I've been kind of absent recently. For those that didn't already know, uh, just had another little one. Uh, seven days old today. Uh, but I have also been... Um, for, for those that also don't know, I work every Monday and Thursday, uh, but since I was able to take off the last couple of Mondays, um, I was able to join Mickey on Tourney Grounds, so definitely go check out those episodes and all their other episodes. Always a great time over there uh, if you're looking for more content. Uh, today, we will be talking about the new uh, Bolton faction that was uh I'm saying leaked because I have not seen it on like an official site, uh, but I could totally be wrong. It could be something that was taken from like a CMON newsletter or something that I was unaware of, but just because I'm throwing the word leaked in there, um, so apologize if that is technically not correct and it's just a reveal. Uh, but just waiting for my co-host to hop on. Uh, as soon as he is uh, on, I'll introduce him, someone that hasn't been on in a while, and uh, I'm sure you guys will be excited to, to have him kind of hiding in, in, you know, in the background but has not left the game. Um, and I don't think anyone is more excited uh, than he is about this new reveal. So uh, with that said, I'm going to just kind of you know, do what I normally do, kind of do the shout-outs at the beginning of the show. Um, to, that way we can kind of kill a little time while not, uh, you know, talking about nothing. Um, you know, I always want to shout-out the, the other content creators out there. Uh, I know we've, here at Small Council Radio, have been doing a lot of content for a long time. Uh, but for the most part, it doesn't require a whole lot of you know, editing or uh, a lot of time involved, uh, with the exception of maybe some of the stuff that um, that uh, Cyrus is doing with uh, the extra shots and um, the the content that he produces does require a little editing in there. But mostly, I'm talking about like my shows and like Brett's shows. We kind of just type in the info um, for the show, what time we want it to start at, press play, or uh, financial support. Uh, but if you are looking to financially support someone, definitely go to some of these other content creators that are putting in a lot of work. Um, you know, there's there's definitely uh, a little less nowadays than there used to be back in kind of the heyday, so to speak, but uh, still a good amount of options out there that you can help support, whether that be Sunday Slaughter, Turn Grounds, or whoever it may be. Um, you know, they... Turning grounds, kind of being a part of stats in a, in a sense, um, you know, stats, uh, songadvicefirestats.com 
does so much work for the community, uh, supporting them, or even, like I said, Sunday Slaughter, their battle reports are amazing and require a lot of editing. Uh, so definitely, if you're looking to support someone, go that route. Uh, while I'm on that uh, topic, I will throw it out there that I have thought about maybe doing a way to support small council um, in the future. Uh, we'll see how things go. It's definitely not something I'm – it's kind of just an idea on the top of my head. But uh, we do have to pay uh, a decent amount per year for Blog Talk Radio and for the stuff we need to uh, keep going. Uh, but between me and my co-hosts, we usually just split the costs and we pay for it every year out of our own pocket. But I may consider, uh, you know, throwing it out there that uh, those that want to support us can in the future. But nothing is set in stone. And even then, I'm pretty sure, I, I don't know, again, I couldn't really take your money uh, with how little it requires for me to put into the content that anything past whatever it costs to keep the show running will probably just be thrown back into the community through raffles and prize support. Um, either through tournaments, at like larger tournaments, or just uh, raffles online like we, we do from time to time. Uh, so I wanted to throw that out there that way if one day I decide to do some sort of support for the show, uh, it doesn't seem out of left field because I do, I do mention all the time that, uh, you know, uh, we don't really take anything at the moment, and if you do want to support someone, definitely look at some of these other content creators. Um, so definitely support uh, support them in any way you can, whether it be financially, if you can. Uh, definitely don't uh, put yourself out there if like you're not in the in the right place to do it financially. But at least uh, you know throw some likes on their videos or uh, podcasts or become a member. Uh, in the sense of uh, subscription, just something that makes their numbers go up, uh, shows them that you support them. Uh, or, you know, another amazing thing you can do is just sharing the show out, whether it be, again, a battle report or a podcast. Uh, all those things are free uh, to do, and uh, you'd be surprised uh, how much it really adds to, uh, you know, the ability to get your content out there when you have not only yourself throwing your content on all the different sites, whether it be Discord um, or Facebook or whatnot, but when you have a lot of people recommending your content, it really, you know, it's one thing for me to tell you that the show is good. Obviously, I'm, you know, a little biased, but it's another when you have a friend that you trust, like, hey, look, you got to listen to the show or watch these battle reports uh, because, you know, then, you know, they're more likely to uh, to listen or uh, watch the, the content. So definitely consider sharing it out and liking it and all that stuff. Uh, with that said, I do have my co-host here. I want to uh, welcome back and uh, thank the not only be here, but, but also the topic. A topic? What topic? And uh, can you hear me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're good. Uh, you okay. know, the topic of uh, all the neutral units being um, discontinued and no longer being allowed ever anywhere. As I often say, I'm not really a neutral player. I'm a Bolton player. <laughs> yep. A favorite line. Uh, I'm very <laughs> excited for it. I've 
I haven't played a lot in the last, I don't know, like X amount of time. I don't know, a couple, like over the last year and a half, I've only played pretty sporadically, I think, right? Uh, I think this will be the like breath of fresh air I need because I've been really hard pressed into playing, not hard pressed, just like really adamant about playing like Boltons and neutrals so much, you know, like it's what I have always enjoyed playing, but I didn't really like it venturing out into other neutrals because I don't really jive well together, unfortunately. So I've really just stuck with Roos, Ramsey, and my four units throughout all the years that I've played this, and I think you can you can vouch for that as well. Oh, I'm yep. I'm pumped. I really, 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 really hope that uh, that all these work well together. Even if they're not good, I'm totally fine with it. Well, worst case know, scenario, gonna, but still where I'm at. Yep. Uh, we're not only going to kind of discuss each uh, of the uh, like units that are revealed or leaked, whatever you want to call it, uh, but we'll also kind of speculate on them. Because obviously there's not a whole lot to go off of. Um, there's no. no like unit cards, point costs, or anything like that. But we do have some sculpts and uh, boxed art. All right. So where do we um, start? Yep. Let's see. Uh, so I want to pull up something. Uh, someone in my chat uh, had pointed out. A, I don't know where he got the info. I'm sure it's somewhere that I just haven't seen. Um, but uh, he pointed out that there's 52 tactics cards in the box, which suggests that it includes a new Bolton base deck of 14 cards, the existing neutral base deck of 14 cards, and then both neutral and Bolton commander cards for each Roos and Ramsey, you know, 6 uh, times 4 being 24. Starter box is Bolton. Like that, it does not say neutral, as far as I'm aware, anywhere on there. Uh, it just says... Uh, I mean, granted, it's in uh, a different language. I don't know which. Uh, um, but as far as, like, the, the house name, it just says Bolton. Now, there is, uh, you know, there is the question of what comes in it. My theory, I could totally be wrong, but if it does come with a neutral deck, uh, every unit in the box would have to be usable in neutrals because the other theory is is that these... Uh, uh, Dreadfort uh, units that are shown are only going to be Bolton, Bolton only. They're not going to be neutral. Um, but the Bolton units are still going to be neutral and Bolton, much like how Stormcrow units are Targaryen but also neutral. Um, with that said, my theory is that the Bolton starter box will come with uh, new, new cutthroat sculpts, which uh, they did show. Uh, or at least that's our assumption. They look almost, there's almost no doubt in my mind that they're cutthroat sculpts uh, reversible between neutrals or boltons, which I think there's an upside and downside to that. Obviously, the upside is that it's completely reversible. Um, those that are have not gotten into boltons at all uh, or very little will get, um, uh, what should we call it, they'll get not only the new sculpts, but they'll get, you know, a little bit of everything they need and have essentially two different factions to play. Uh, whereas those that have already played and already collected everything, yes, you're going to get an extra Flayedman and you're going to get a, an extra Blackguard, but you'll still get two units of new sculpts of cutthroats, which in my opinion look amazing. 
uh, but you'll also get all the cards needed and updated commanders and NCs and stuff. What, uh, what's kind of your take on, on all that? So first, I totally agree with the Cutthroat Sculpts. They are fantastic. I am bummed, though, because I have so many painted, and <laughs> I don't want to get them all painted again. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's a good bet. I could see a world where there's Bastard Girls instead of Flademen, but I think they're fairly or fairly interchangeable between the two. Um with the if with the fifty two cards and the neutral deck, I think it's a really good bet that it'll just have Bolton units. And I was having a discussion earlier with uh I think it was yeah, it was Craig and Cyrus about the Dreadfort name being seeming to be very specific because they could have easily just named them Bolton Spearmen or Bolton Archers, which would be lame admittedly. So uh but it definitely <laughs> seems like they're not going to be neutral because that would be weird right like if if everything in the army could be neutral then the only unique thing to the army is the commander deck which is just a second neutral army essentially right and it's only 14 cards it's not even like it's all 20 so i'm assuming at that point why would you even make different roost or ramsey cards yeah exactly so i think it's a really really good bet that that dreadfort stuff and probably most of the bolton if not all the bolt Bolton stuff going forward will be its own faction. But it's an easy precedent with Stormcrows, right? It's just happening uh, with Boltons. It, it seems pretty simple. Uh, most importantly, I'm also really excited for NCUs. That's something I've griped about a significant amount over the years is as a neutral player, I don't have a lot of options that are like worth taking in a neutral army when it comes to NCUs. So any NCUs I can get my hand on, I'm happy. But I think there's also a chance for other commanders besides Roos and Ramsey, though. uh, In the starter box, there there definitely is the potential. But looking at the... So my theory is mostly going off of, um, one, the the flexibility of making it all those things I had mentioned. But I do agree with the the ability to flip Bastard's Girls with uh, Flayed Men, uh, which... I would say only because Bastard Girls are so hard to play that I think putting it in a uh, you know a starter box when someone new might be buying that box could be a little daunting. Um, that's true. I always see it. go ahead. Oh, I said that's true. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Uh, I think part of it cut off, so I, I thought you were trying to say something else. But yeah, the. Um, I personally love Bastard Girls way more than any other Bolton unit. Um, so I wouldn't, especially if they got new sculpts, that would be absolutely amazing. If maybe that's something that hasn't been like leaked or shown yet, and that was in the box, that'd just be amazing. Because the, there's nothing inherently wrong with the Bastard Girls. They look good, um, but they are uh, like a starter, Kickstarter sculpt. I would say the the only sculpt that like completely uh, stands the test of time is probably the Flademan. Um, yeah, for sure. Flayed out out of the Kickstarter stuff. I would think I you would know, say that that's completely true out of all three factions and all. Well, uh, Tully Sworn Shields actually, I think they're pretty solid for the most part. Other than you know some of the small things like you know no quivers on the ranged units. Um, I loved. I still loved a lot of the sculpts from the Kickstarter, w- with the exception oh, yeah. of uh, 
guardsmen. I just didn't like uh <laughs> I didn't like the way their art like their swords were. Like I liked the shields and the armor and all that. I just you know, I hated like the direction the swords were pointed. But so that's it's not to say like you know, it's just they've gotten so much better with their sculpts that you know, and I'm sure Simon would agree. I mean that's why they're updating all the sculpts pretty much for uh, you know, when they came out with the Stark and Lannister starters, um, you know, all the sculpts that needed it anyways, at least in their opinion, I would assume. Um, and I think this would be no different. Um, I think Slade Men, you know, I still look at them and I go, man, they, they look pretty awesome. Whereas, like, Bastard Girls, they just look all right. You know, they're dogs and <laughs> some bowmen. So um, I could definitely see, uh, you know, a new sculpt uh, or a new like um new sculpts of Bastard Girls. But uh what I was getting at with the um with the starter box and what a lot of my assumption is going off of is what is on the box. So if you look at the box up close, there's not a there's there's a decent amount but not a whole lot going on in the sense that you can tell the guard looking guy um is a new unit that isn't revealed yet or something, but it, it looks pretty close to what a black guard would um, it already looks like. Uh, so I think that's an indicator that the box comes with two cutthroats and a black guard. The fourth unit, I think, is what's up for question. Some people have said it could be the uh, Spearman, the Dreadfort Spearman, um, or even the Dreadfort Archers. Personally, well, yeah, you can see the guy, the second guy on the box definitely has a bow. Does he? Is that the yeah, guy you can see the, the black guard? Yeah, oh, I see it's going on his back now. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think the guy next to him is a flare, almost, looks like it. Yeah, he looks exactly like the flare. So, I could definitely be wrong there. It could be one black guard, two cutthroats, and a flare. Or, sorry, flare. Uh, a bowman, the Dreadfort bowman. This, I would think that'd be a little weird, though. In the sense that agree. now if, you, if you're looking to buy this box only because you want neutrals, let's just say you have no intention of doing Bolton. You just think, okay, more bang for my buck if I want neutral stuff. Commanders, uh, um, starter boxes, uh, if I recall correctly, have only ever come with two commanders. And the two that are shown on here are, I know that's definitely Ramsey, and I'm assuming that's Roos. Uh, his sword looks similar. Like the like the jaggedness towards the hilt. Um, yeah, I think that his hair and everything he fits the description of Roos perfectly. So I would say that the starter box almost uh, for sure is those two commanders. I have no idea who's in the back. That's Jenny um, Pool and this... and Fat Waldo. Oh, yep. Jenny Pool is the one sense. who disguises herself as Arya to marry Ramsey, and then the other one doesn't really need a description. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Her name the who Ruth marries, right? Yep. Her, um, she was worth her weight in gold. <laughs> so, that'll be interesting. So I'm uh, almost for sure those are the NCUs. Um, what they do, who knows. Uh, I'm sure they'll be panic- I was going to say um, that. I wonder if they're going to keep the theme of panic-oriented, which I, you know, there's, it's got its ups and downs, but I've I've been doing it so long that it's it's how I play the game. 
So I would love well, to see, this, remain the same. I think, would be a great opportunity to move Lannisters away from this panic-oriented theme. And I'm not saying take it all away, by no means. What I'm saying, though, is they can, uh, Lannisters could have more of an identity of control than they do of, like, always giving out vicious and panic and intimidating presence and all that. And then you can really uh, give Bolton their identity to be the panic faction. I'm talking like, like really dial you know, it even up. though Lan- yeah, like like Lannisters have it, but you know if you're looking to really be panic themed, you're looking Bolton. You're like, hey, this is their identity. It's you know, oh, you have a high morale faction. Well. That doesn't matter because now we have this cool new feature that's like your your morale is always considered I don't know seven or something you know like something that's oh, like oh that'd be interesting uh, you know something that it's always like oh you're always fifty without you know because obviously you can you need to make it to where you're not going to absolutely demolish bad morale factions so that makes sense while still being like oh you think you're brave nope you you're you're counting as a seven. Like, you're four up, three up. You're like, I auto-pass whatever shenanigans. You know, nope, you are 50-50. Let's see what you do. Um, or, I don't know, I think this would be an, a perfect opportunity. But I guess time will tell because it's obvious I'm willing to bet if it's anything like the Storm Crows, the, the four Bolton units are not changing in any way. Um, unless, like, they've already updated them but if they update them, they're going to be updated. They're, they're, my main point is they're not going to be different. They're, the, the four Bolton units that are already out will be the same whether or not you take them for neutral or you take them in the Bolton faction. Now, the real question is, is that where the identity is really going to hinge on the Spearmen and uh, the Archers? Uh, because it, looking at the box art, they look pretty cool. They look like... Uh, my initial word I wanted to say, which I don't think is fair, is like a dumbed-down uh, Lightbringer. My guess is these guys are going to be like a six-point Lightbringer variant. You know, I don't see why you would put flames on the bows if you didn't, weren't going to have some Lightbringer-esque you know, theme with the Vicious or something. But I almost for sure, I, I bet you these guys are going to be six points so they're going to just be less armored, less morale lightbringers that are just going to be panicking the people they shoot. Yeah, I mean, if they want to keep with the theme, then sure, yeah. Um, I wonder... I don't have much experience with bows because I pretty much have only ever used Bastard Girls <laughs> as my range unit for <laughs> four or five years, so I've always just had a couple shots in charge. So... They've definitely got to have something that plays off of Panic if that's going to be maintain the identity. And it's got it to be, be like, able to do significant enough damage for them to be worth bringing over Bastard Girls. Well, I was thinking it could even be similar to Bastard Girls in the sense that, you know, how you shoot with Bastard Girls after the attack, they become vulnerable. These guys could be vicious shots, and then after the attack, you become panicked. So that way you can't oh. use the panic on their own test, but you can then be putting panic on them, especially if they're engaged, for your other Bolton units. I think that would work really well because one of the things that I've struggled with uh, 
like playing as Roost is getting panic tokens out. So having a unit that can mm-hmm. start dishing them out would be a really big deal. And then it'll help proc all the attachments that we already currently have, like Dreadfort and Flare. So that could be yep. very I important. Th- yeah, well, because I think, you know, panic tokens are the key to helping, you know, even let's say, you know, because I know that, uh, like, adding, like, a theme that, like, makes good morale, though, like, impenetrable, might not actually happen. Even You know, it's more of, like, a wish list uh, type of thing. So with that said, I think the only equalizer is panic tokens, but you have to be able to throw out enough. Because making a reroll on a panic test is sometimes the only way to get those high or those great morale factions to actually fail. You know, because you, you're just hoping that their first roll rolls a one in there, and now your chances go up exponentially that they're going to then fail that good morale, like a four up or a five up. If you can then just make them reroll the one die, um, you know, it's still only like a let's say if they have a four up morale. Uh, with a, they would need a one or two. That's still only like what a thirty-three point something percent chance that they fail, but it's still something. But just Even. being like, oh, minus two from vicious. You know, you don't want to. Again, like I said, you don't want to like give everything vicious, everything intimidating presence, every. You know, because obviously, I don't know. I I think you don't want to punish bad morale so much that they just say, oh, well, I, I'm not even going to roll my test every time. I'm just going to roll the damage. Uh, but you also want to be like, you know, these morale, uh, uh, these amazing morale lists are um, something that you don't have to fear. Because I know I, I'm I'm going to just throw it out there, but I know that's something that you've kind of, you know, that's the one thing you've really had a trouble with, like with playing your Boltons, is you face this, like, all like high morale army it's like great well now what my stuff is good at it can't even get through any of it i've had an easier time since the last big update was the one point i forget what it's called 1.5 or whatever it was um, version 2021 yeah version 2021 so since that came out, it's been a lot more consistent. But before that, it was so wildly inconsistent that I didn't even care about the vicious keyword whatsoever. It just never mattered. Um, but that you said that you can't give everything vicious. Do you think everything will? Like, what would be missing vicious? So we know that four things have vicious. Do you think the archers and the spearmen would have vicious? Um. So I could definitely see everything having vicious, but I think it's – I was more so thinking, like, you can't give everything everything. You oh, know, sure, you yeah, totally. Like, and then, like, you know, give an attachment that has intimidating presence, and then it's like, all right, you know, the entire faction is now making you take it at minus three, uh, plus, plus one. one damage, plus more, plus, you know, because then, again, it falls back into the – thing where I'm, you know, worried that bad morale um, armies are, you know, you're going to have no chance. That's why I think, you know, if, uh, again, like kind of like a, a, a wish list is like some cool faction effect that just equalizes the whole morale uh, balance 
when that would be actually cultists. I think really cool because it doesn't punish bad morale armies; it only punishes good morale armies. Um, mm-hmm. They could also, in a like less dramatic way, have like lesser versions of intimidating presence. So call it whatever, but one that's just an extra minus one while engaged with the unit, and then an, or, and then something else that gives like plus one while engaged with the unit just split intimidating presence into two abilities on certain units. Like, not that they'll have both abilities, but one as opposed to the other. Yep. Around, uh, finished up the kind of talking about the archers. So if I were to kind of speculate and guess what they were, you know, they're going to be a, you know, five move, obviously, I think is obvious. Uh, armor is probably going to be like a uh, five up. Morale is probably going to be a seven up. Um, you know, they're probably, if I were to guess, they're going to be almost identical to um, uh, Stark Bowman. But instead of, like, all the things the Stark Bowman do for abilities, they'll have all the same stats, uh, but they'll have Vicious. And then, again, this is probably like a wish list idea, but after the completion of the attack, the enemy becomes panicked. I think that makes uh, the stat line I think makes a ton of sense because they like they're basically the cousins of the Starks, right? Like they're just another bannerman mm-hmm. of Northmen. So they're still Northmen, so they're supposed to be rugged and durable just like they are. So their stat line remaining the same would be super on point lore wise, I think, and then give them more panic oriented abilities and that would be perfect. I think that's exactly what yep. we should expect to see. But if I'm not mistaken, I'll look it up real quick, but I think Stark Bowmen are actually a six up morale, so I could I could still see them being a six up morale. Um they feel like balance wise they need to be a seven, but uh I think at that point it's not too big I mean some people may disagree, but I don't think it's that big a deal in difference when you're talking about a Bowman unit. I mean yeah, obviously every now and then it, it can matter. But um I think kind of like a frontline um, fighter that needs to stay alive more, right? Yeah, it's like uh, I'm not going to be. I'm going to be honest with you. If they're yeah, so Stark Bowman are a six up morale. If you're telling me these guys are a seven up morale, or if you're asking me, would I take them at six points if they were a seven morale, or would I only do it if they were six morale? It wouldn't even cross my mind. I would just be taking them to take them. Um, so. Uh, all right, and then next uh, we can talk about the Dreadfort Spearmen and what um, what we may think uh, what they might have. What, what's your initial thoughts on, on these guys? Or what the most spearmen, most spearmen units in the game we see are like average stats across the board. They don't excel at any one thing, but they're not like weak at any one thing. I feel like um, I would think that they're gonna they can't be more than five or, or six points. Uh, I wouldn't be overly surprised to see them at five, uh, especially if they're in a starter that doesn't have cutthroat. Or, sorry, they're probably not going to be in the starter. But if they are in the starter, then I think we can guarantee they're five, right? Um, um and who knows? They might even be seven. Uh, well, because uh, the cut, I know I almost guarantee the cutthroats come in the starter. So you'd already. Oh yeah, yeah I was saying if they units. were to come in the starter, it would be five. But since they're not, then I think it's probably likely that they're going to be six points. Mm-hmm. I don't think seven. 
There's already, out of six units, there's already two expensive units at seven and eight points, so I would be very surprised to see three units that are super elite. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess is these guys, uh, from their looks on the bar box art, these guys are going to be an offensive version of Blackguard. They're going to have a three-up save. Um, yeah, I guess that I'm just Because if I'm not mistaken... With, are there any spearmen, pikemen, anything in the game that even has a three up? I don't think there is. Uh, my uh, yeah, have the, a five up. Uh, unsullied. Are they a four? Mm-hmm. Or limed. Um, even the Night's Watch have a four up. The uh, Lannisters have a four up. Um, oh. Baratheons have a four up. Uh, and, um, the spearmen from uh, Starks have a four up. Yeah, I don't think there's a a, uh, a single spearman slash pikeman that have a three up. And looking more, I look at these guys. The more their uh, armor looks very identical, especially with the shields, to the blackguard. I just think that instead of like the horrific uh, visage and um, uh, Instead of the horrific visage, they're basically going to have more offensive uh, abilities. You know, whether it be or maybe just a different defensive. I hope it's. Uh, I mean, to be totally honest with you, I hope it's not like a set for charge. There's just so many spearmen that already have set for charge. That coordinated assault, which I believe is what it's called, where you get plus one hit on your charge per rank you have left, uh, or set for charge. Because at the moment. Basically, every uh, Spearman, Pikeman unit have one of those two abilities. I was always surprised in this uh, game with the lack of Spearman that we saw. And then when they came out, they seemed <laughs> more defensive than any, or more offensive than anything else with getting more hits on the charge. I personally, like, I expect to see a Spearman unit being the anchor that your army fights around. And so it should, mm -hmm. like, I expect it to be more defensive. I don't, like... It's weird to me that only halberds have something like set for charge, or generally only halberds and then cards and stuff like that. Um, so I could definitely see them being somewhere. Three. Yeah, so I feel like three defense might still be a little high unless – because we you said you want them to be a more offensive version of Blackguard. But Blackguard only have their three defense and then horrific visage and – miserably weak attacks so if this yeah. unit was a three up save with like hitting on threes or more dice than blackguard then it would be kind of weird well if there are seven points i guess it makes sense but if there are six points i don't i don't think they could be hitting on threes i don't think that would make any sense and then if they didn't hit on threes they would be too similar to blackguard but they do look the, uh... defensive so i kind of want to see what they look like yeah, if I were to take a guess, then um, they probably have... Maybe they just don't even... I mean, it's hard to say that they wouldn't have any abilities because can't think of really anything in the game that doesn't ha have at least one ability. Yeah, um, exactly. So they probably have something. Maybe it is like coordinated assault, so plus one hit for every rank you have on the charge. Um and then they hit on threes, but they have, like, the same amount of dice. So you're trading Visage, which can trigger every attack, uh, 
and combo with your panic effects for coordinated assault and hitting on threes. Um, so, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but I, I'm i almost sure that these guys have a three-up. But I could be wrong. They could be a four-up. My one, uh, I guess, real fear with these guys is now that the uh, Lannister Halberdiers have gotten their buff from uh, going from six points to five points, you know, a lot of people don't really think about this, but these units were already done, packaged, and ready to go long before these leaks or they plan to show them that their cost was probably tested and put in based on, uh, you know, before some changes happened. So I think these guys uh, being compared to, you know, it, it'll depend what they look like. I, obviously, this is all speculation, but I have a fear that people will look at them and then compare them to halberdiers and be like, well, their halberdiers are just easily better in every way. And um, my, my point will be, well, halberdiers got a buff after these guys were, you know, completed and given the okay stamp. So, and we'll just have to see if maybe they get, if that is the case, that they are super similar, uh, but they just seem to be outright worse. I'm sure Simon will over, you know, we'll look through it, and then who knows? They might get a buff, uh, you know, in the next patch. I don't know. That's that's a lot of speculation for things that we have no nothing. We don't know anything about, but just pretty much just like my one fear with them was was that scenario. Yeah, I mean, it it would be easy to fall short of a five-point unit that does what Halberdiers do, so they would have to have something. And I really hope, uh, kind of off, not off-topic of Bolton's, but off-topic of the Spearman, kind of, uh, that the units work well with the attachments that we already have. Uh, oh, I guess we didn't talk about that. What do we think are attached is going to come as attachments in the the box. You think it's just going to be Dreadfort Captains and Flares? I mean, Flares wouldn't make sense if there's no Blackguard on the box, right? Um, are you talking about for the starter box? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Or for the specific. Because I was going to say, for the Bowman and the Dreadfort, or for the, um, yeah, the two Dreadfort units, I don't think they will come with any attachments. That's just my hunch. If you look at the Bowman, obviously, I don't think... Most bowmen never come with an attachment, if I'm not mistaken. I could totally be wrong there. I think... Uh, I mean, um, Kranigman, but, but that's not really bowmen, per se. Yeah, like, they're short oh, range I would and whatnot. But, yeah, I would, I, would, I would say that you're correct. Um, um, nothing with bowmen. But the Spearmen, I don't see... Normally, they have the character on the box, and the only the one that stands out is holding the banner. Um that's that's just my guess, my assumption. Normally, they're you know they'll throw like a cool uh, guy on there if it to represent the attachment. Um, as far as the box itself, my guess. Uh, let's see. Normally, it comes with three attachments, if I'm not mistaken, um, with the exception of like uh, um, Targaryens, which technically had the four attachments because of the vets. Um, vets. But well, anyways, if there's two cutthroats, then we could easily see Dreadfort captains come with cutthroats. Yep, and one flare with the black guard. I think. Yep. I think that's a strong assumption. Is that um, you're looking at uh, two Dreadfort captains and then one uh, one flare, which I'm assuming the 
Blackguard are probably, I don't know, it's hard to say. I, it, Blackguard could totally be getting a new sculpt. And the reason I say that is, um, let's look at the Stark and Lannister starter boxes. The Stark got two, uh, got new um, Sworn Swords, so that's two units of Sworn Swords, and then one uh, unit of Berserkers, which also got new sculpts. Same thing with Lannisters. And the fourth the fourth unit was a new unit, so maybe that's a, a good uh, like indication that the fourth unit is a bowman, a Dreadfort bowman, or archer, whatever it's called. Um, and then the Lannister got two new guardsmen, or a new sculpts for the guardsmen, which there's two of them, and then a new uh, halberdier sculpt. And then the fourth unit was a new unit, which was the brigands. So I, yeah, I'm, so that makes a lot of now, sense. I'm kind of convincing three. myself that with the combination of seeing that Bowman guy on the front next to the Blackguard, my guess is uh, you'll have two new sculpts of Cutthroats, a new sculpt of Blackguard, uh, which will also come, in my opinion, it will probably come with a new sculpt of um, the Flare. Player, uh, and then we already see in the sculpts of the cutthroats, um, uh, dreadfort captain, cutthroats. Yep, there's a new dreadfort captain. I'm assuming because it looks almost identical I mean, to. You've got the curvy sword and the armor. I think that's almost. I would. Yep. Will, I, which, I bet a. I bet a lot of money that that's a dreadfort captain. Which I know some people may look at that skull and be like, "Well, he's like holding it like he's going to swing it like a bat." Uh, I still think it's easily the best. Uh, Dreadfort Captain Sculpt. Like, I am super excited to get this guy. Uh, you know, I just, I like his stance, I like the way his cloak is flowing, his helmet, everything. Uh, and then, uh, whatchamacallit, and then the, you know, cause before we go on to, like, the last box, we can kind of discuss the sculpts of the uh, three units that we have here. Um, the cutthroats look amazing. Um, uh, I mean, just like the Stark and Lannister new sculpts, these guys blow the old sculpts out of the water. Um, oh, and you know, cutthroats have always been one of the most boring sculpts in the game, too. <laughs> like, well, I love my so cutthroats, but I... they yeah, suck. <laughs> <laughs> and they're so short, yeah. Like, uh, I bet you these guys are, like, normal height with the rest of the um, uh, sculpts out there. Uh, which, you know, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, painted, I have five. Five painted. And I have yep. three painted. And I painted all of them, so I've painted eight units of cutthroats. <laughs> and yep. So I'm about in the boat that as soon as he's... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the boat that, uh, you know, I'm going to get them and I'm going to paint them, uh, which sucks because... Just like you, I have a fully painted Bolton army. Uh, I have two units of Bastard Girls painted, um, three units of Flagman painted, three units of ba Blackguard painted, and three units of Cutthroats painted. There, you know, I'll probably, to be totally honest with you, I'll probably just sell that whole thing off because at that point, you know, I might even just go with a different scheme or something because if I'm already going to have to paint all new Cutthroats, new Blackguard, uh, and might even start over and just see if I can recuperate some of the costs and sell the Bolton Army. Um, but, uh, or how easy it would be Yeah, to these sculpts are amazing. I think, to be totally honest with you, one of my favorite parts about these sculpts, I don't know about you, is that every 
sculpt has a different weapon or a different like you know oh yeah some type of flail or cudgel or something yeah they are amazing looking for sure so yeah so the the reason for that being is these guys are cut throats you know they're they're not some they're a bunch of like they're a band of like just you know marauders uh, you know for a lack of a better word you know they're not going to be this like completely uniformed uh force with all the same weapons you know these guys are a bunch of people that are just you know trying to get paid you know so granted they're called Bolton and house or, you know or you know from their area but uh, yeah so I'm super excited for them uh going over to the bowmen um looking at their helmets I could maybe see their armor being a four up but really I'm pretty sure they're going to be a five up uh or I should just their helmet more so but uh, I, I, mean, I like, like these sculpts. I would... I'd be horrified if they were a four up to be honest. I feel like four up is just too much for a range unit. It's annoying yeah. when you see a four up range unit for multiple reasons. Like like as we've seen with Targaryens, defense is not necessarily the armor they wear. They could wear heavy armor but absolutely have no way of truly defending themselves. So like if you're holding a bow, what are you gonna do? You're gonna block an axe with a bow? Unlikely. <laughs> And you could always like give defensive abilities in other ways. For example, what if these guys had the ability that they can never be panicked, but they have a bad morale? So, you know, you could be like, okay, well, take your eight up, nine up morale, depending on if you have some modifiers. But you're never going to panic me and have to make. Uh, and not even necessarily these guys. I'm just saying in general, like any archer unit, you could you could add other like defensive buffs. Um, to their morale without saying they're super brave. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. Something but like I, I like, uh, like the sculpt. I like how one sculpt is, you know, aiming upwards to get that arch. Um, one is aiming, like, straight forward. I love putting, like, the these guys, the arched up in the air in the back, and then the ones shooting straight forward in the front. And then kind of the ones getting ready, kind of somewhere mixed in the middle. But I'm kind of OCD. I know some people just kind of throw them in there. But <laughs> um, I mean, I, I do this. Right. As long as I'm not in a rush, I do the same thing as you. So I agree. I think it would be really cool. Uh, all right. Uh, last thing before the hero box. So looking at the sculpts for the, um, uh, what should we call it? The Characters. starter. Uh, Roos and Ramsey look amazing. Ruth especially looks so good. Yep. Slightly disappointed that it's the same reek. Uh, I have literally four reeks painted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I literally have four four reeks painted. Yeah. Because you bought all those neutral neutral cards, right? (laughs) Well, I have two neutral ones painted uh, because I do two of every neutral minimum. And for those that uh, don't know why, it's not because of any other reason except for I lend out my stuff a lot and I don't want to not have it if I wanted it and someone else borrow it. So I always have two. The reason I have two more is I have one painted up in my um, Greyjoy scheme and one painted up in my Martell scheme. Uh, because I also have Roos and Ram- four Roos and Ramses. Um, 
I have one of each painted up in Martell's, one of each painted up in Greyjoy's, and then I have one of uh, one of each for neutral, and then one of each of their alternate sculpt for neutral. So I don't have two of the same sculpt for neutral. But still, with Reek, I mean, the one thing I guess I can't complain about with this Reek sculpt is it is insanely easy to paint. I It takes me, like, from start to finish, 30 minutes to paint this model. And that's with basing, everything. Um, so... That's one thing I, I, I can say that uh, about it. And it is good sculpt, you know, and they even went down to, you know, him having missing toes uh, to, you know, it, it's definitely a great sculpt. But with everything else, basically having a new sculpt, uh, it's, it's kind of my same criticism with uh, Veramir, how his eagle in that Veramir box is the same exact uh, eagle that you get in the skin changer boxes. Uh, and, you know, I bought two skin changer boxes, so I'm sitting here with, like, five eagles that all look the same. Uh, so what do you think about the dice? I know you already have your own uh, awesome custom bolted dice, but uh, with that aside, what do you think? Uh, they're a little too pink for me. Like, I understand house col colors, and people may say, like, well, that's the color of the house, and that's that's fine. Um I always thought it was a little too bright for such a dark faction, personally. Uh, I, I, I don't hate them, though, but they look like a strawberry shortcake. <laughs> I agree. Uh, everyone, <laughs> uh, I, I shouldn't say everyone, but most people by this point know my criticism. I can't stand Simon Dice. The reason being is all their pips look like nipples, um, especially these <laughs> ones, which are pink. <laughs> Uh, so I always <laughs> I always get custom dice fine on almost all of the Simon dice. I just can't stand the nipple pips. Uh, but uh, to kind of finish up that part, um, uh, yeah, I agree. Roos looks easily the best of these five. Uh, Ramsey, I still like a lot. Um, he looks he still looks very big, intimidating, while giving make him a, a lot more dynamic you know he's he's not just kind of being stoic just kind of sitting there with his like helm or whatnot he you know he's he looks a lot more ready for battle i gotta say that's what i really love about this roost sculpt is that the other roost sculpts are fairly stat are really static right the ncu one just has a dagger behind his back and then the other just has a sword in the ground and while i love the sculpt because he just looks cool this Roos looks, he's not supposed to look this huge, but he looks, like, huge, intimidating, and ready to chop some fools down. And yep. I am so stoked for this guy. He's, I'm going to use him even when I'm not using him. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the NCUs are, there's not much to say. Uh, um, I already forgot her name, but uh, his Jenny wife. Fool. Uh, oh, Fat Walda? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Fat Walda. She, she's definitely pretty big. Um well, that's literally uh, the entire purpose of writing her into the story. You know, basic uh, NCU just kind of standing there looking, you know, like, you know, there's great sculpts. You know, they got a lot of detail, and so I'll say that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so but we can move on from there. Um, let's see. Last Last thing is the hero box. Uh, I'll let you take away on this one because I'm not gonna lie, I'm spotty on a lot of the 
of who they could be. Uh, let me find the image, though. Where I mean, so... You? There we go. I don't know who all of them would be, but I have to at least guess that many of these... So the guy in the front looks like he has a whip or a lash or something. So I don't remember his name, but he could be like... Oh, yeah, maybe. Well, that's what I was going to say. These have to be the Bastard Girls. So the dogs, like the the unit's called Bastard Girls, but Bastard's boys are like his group of, like I don't know friends is the right word, but that's Ramsey's group of little sadistic henchmen. And this has to be them. Uh, at least a good amount, specifically the three sitting at the table and maybe the two sitting by the door. I don't really know who the like bigger guys at the back back are, uh, but I, w- I would have to think that if you're going to pull anything to make Bolton-named units, it's it has to be the Bastards Boys because there's really not much else that I can think of off the top of my head, unless you're just making stuff up. or I don't even know if they can do the... Uh, Shira Errol pass with like one or two sentences about stuff. Because <laughs> I don't know if there are one <laughs> or two sentences about stuff, but I would have to think that a majority of these guys... Oh, there's a dog in the picture, too. One of them is definitely the kennel there's guy. There's two of them. Oh, where's the second one? He's holding it. Who? At the table. Oh, I see. Yeah. Sorry, I the picture I have is a little pixelated, so he's like feeding him a bone. Yeah, yeah, so... That guy's got to be like the Houndmaster or whatever he's called. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I would have to guess that he does something with the good old puppies. <laughs> you would have to believe that he helps my my girls a little bit somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest yeah, could just go in anything and just have very panic oriented buffs. I would think. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, uh, I mean, I. Like I, I think I mentioned it before you hopped on, but I don't know if there's a single person more excited than you uh, oh my about it. Because... I've been, I'm so stoked. I, like, I haven't even talked in that chat, really, like, besides occasionally in a couple months. And I saw this, and I was like, oh, my God. I started looking everywhere for everything I could find. Because <laughs> yep. I've played Bolton so... since the day the game came out. I have played maybe 20 games outside of Bolton games, and I've played hundreds of Bolton games throughout the year. The years, year, yep. that'd be crazy. I have played Bastard Girls hundreds of times. I almost strictly stuck to Boltons. I tried Stormcrows here and there. I tried Skirmishers a bit. I never once touched anything past those, even though I bought them, uh, except Hedge Knight mm-hmm. Attachments. I have just stuck to Boltons almost primarily. Four units for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, and that's what I mean. Like the number of like, because you, like you said, you've tried other games and other factions, but you never really were any other faction, like as your identity. Like you had Lannisters for a while, and you played a handful of games, but I would have never have considered you a Lannister player even back then. You just kind of threw them on the table sometimes especially, you know, when you couldn't even get your hands on enough cutthroats and play proper <laughs> In games. In the beginning, like, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was, um, I was just using, like, so, three Bastard Girls and, like, two Flayed Men. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's what I mean to anyone listening. You know, I know everyone out there is probably excited for them, but just in here, the number of people that have been strictly neutral with n- 
basically nothing else for the entirety of the game since the Kickstarter and pretty much been loyal to them and never changing faction. Uh, I mean, the number of people like that, I would not doubt if it's in the single digits. Uh, and so, um, and that's been, you know, I would not doubt if that's part of the reason. I know you have, you know, conquests and everything going on for you, but I wouldn't doubt if a you know, love for Boltons has kind of been part of, uh, a little part of the piece of why, you know, you've kind of slowed back on it. Um, and I wouldn't blame you, you know. You, you know, you, it's your faction, and even though it, some people would say that it's not a faction, it's, you know, kind of what you love and what you've already played. And um, Which leads me to my last question to you before we end the show. How are you going to feel about them now that they're going to probably be super popular? Because I know a big yeah, reason that you that play the neutrals. <laughs> Yeah, the big reason you play the neutrals is because you like kind of playing the thing that not a lot of people do. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a huge... So, I would have been a Bolton or a Baratheon main if they weren't super widely popular when they came out, because I like Baratheons the most in the books. I'm a huge book fan. I read them all twice. I listened to the audiobook for a third time to refresh myself. Uh, I have, like, all the extra books. I love Game of Thrones since the season one came out, and I just kept up with it. Love Rathians, but like he said, I stuck to Boltons because nobody was like nobody really just mains Boltons that I know of. Went to plenty of tournaments out of state and stuff for years with Dave and Brett and whatnot. And people, you know, occasionally like LVO was, I think a Bolton listed really well once or twice there, a couple other things. But I've just stuck with them because they just weren't popular. And even when they were good or bad or things were broken, I always just stuck with them. This is a time where I had asked myself the same question, but the answer is I don't really care anymore. I've been with them for so long that this is not a faction that I will like jump off because other people are playing it. I won't wake up in the morning feeling guilty that I jumped on a popular faction because I didn't. And that's okay if you do. I'm not, you know, that's not like a bad thing at all. Uh, but it's not going to hurt my wanting to play different factions kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, it's still not going to be an absurdly popular faction for a while unless they get a ton of units, right? And I don't see them getting a ton of units in the future. Who, the Boltons? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I imagine it'll um, stay a pretty small faction. Uh, I'm not too sure. I think if they're going this route, like if they're if they're really going into it as a faction and going through all this trouble, I actually believe that they will. Um, I think they'll be a full-fledged uh, faction. Um, that's my guess. Uh, I have no real proof or evidence, anything that says that. My only hunch on that is, you know, they've already, you know, they've created two units that you can only, that I'm assuming you can only play uh, um, if you're Bolton. They're coming out with a starter for it. A whole star, uh, a tactics deck again, assuming um, that I personally, I think that they will. Maybe it, it may have less. Yes, I, I will say that I think they could possibly still, you know, to put it into a percentage, I would say they'll probably have 75% of the options that other um, uh, factions will have. Uh, but I still think they'll have plenty. Uh, I don't think that this is even close to where they stop. Um, oh, yeah, I wouldn't ever uh, think that they'd release a faction with the intention of stopping immediately. 
I, I would love it. You know, it'd be really cool if maybe even if they're uh, Fabio or whoever may be listening to this show and like hear some of the cool ideas. You know, I threw out there for some faction identity that would be really cool. Uh, whether it be you know equalizing the panic by making good panic not be so impenetrable, or uh, um, like even with the archers being able to place a panic after the resolution of an attack and so on. Um, because I think um, the only things that we're really getting here that's new is the tactics deck uh, and archers, uh, spearmen, and a hero box. So, um, do you think we'll, they're going to we'll have, have new commanders what, for Roots and Ramsey? Uh, I do. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's what uh, I was thinking too. Uh, what I was kind of mentioning, I think, early, a little earlier, that uh, Brian from the chat was mentioning. Somewhere he got the number 52 tactics cards. Oh, yeah. And if you break it down to, yeah, the 14 neutral, 14 Bolton, uh, and then 6666, if you were to do two versions of Ramsey, two versions of Roost, that comes out to, if I'm not mistaken, exactly 52 cards. Um, uh, Maybe not. Let's see. 14 plus 14 is 28 give them a lot more flavor, especially because you were kind of mentioning with the hero box, there's not a whole like a whole lot they can do with heroes and characters. I don't think that they're really going to have to lean on Roos and Ramsey the same way they lean on Renly and Stannis. I yeah, personally think fair. that they could fall in that category where you're going to end up with a mounted Roos, a mounted Ramsey, um, you're well, the Ramsey one, I know exactly what the mounted one would be. Uh, the first time you see Ramsey show up outside of Reek's form is when he takes Theon, and he's mounted on a horse with his armor looking like a flayed man, and the horse has red armor on it as well. Yep. That's an yeah, easy well, sculpt for them to do. Yep. So I'm super excited. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that uh, this is like my new favorite thing ever, kind of like how Martell's were and even Greyjoy's looked for me. But I, I'm, nonetheless, I'm still excited to buy all of it, play all of it, uh, and probably paint it all up. Um, but it definitely won't be one of my main factions or even probably towards the top. It'll probably fall somewhere right in the middle for me. But I'm It'll still be excited. I'm excited to kind of, there'll be what? be the, my least played faction for sure. In other words, because you only have one faction, it's your least and most played. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, Honestly, I'm kind of glad to get away from neutrals as a faction as well. I've never really felt like they work together, so none of the units that come out are ever exciting for me as a pure neutral player because they just don't jive. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I would not be compl- I would not be sad in any way if every neutral house or like sub house just got the same treatment, like how Stormcrows are neutral, but now they are part of Targaryens, now Boltons, and it'd be cool if I don't know what you, I don't know how you could incorporate that with Bloody Mummers, um, but uh, or like you could do it with Golden Company, um, all that stuff. I would love to kind of just see these just get their own like faction treatment. Even if it was just the same thing as the Boltons here, where keep it all as neutral as it is, especially because some people have already bought into these things as neutral. But then you come out with 
its own tactic stack, uh, and a handful of units that aren't neutral, but then also combo with what's already been released. So, um, but with that said, I think uh, kind of wraps it up. Is there anything else you wanted uh, to end with? Well. Uh, yeah, while you were talking about how you think it'll be a full-fledged faction, I was thinking, I think I've had this discussion with either you or someone else, maybe Spencer and stuff before, but we know that he becomes Warden of the North, so I don't think it would be crazy to start adding non, like not saying add the Stark units to it, but they can make Northmen units that serve the Boltons as like a, they come out with eventually also. Not, yep. not Stark units that can be used in Bolton, but new North units. I could also see, because uh, you were talking about, um, I think this would make a lot of sense, how you were kind of talking about, uh, you know, oh, well, this this faction might not be as big as other factions. I think you might be, in a way, right, in the sense that how much they get added to them. But I could see all the Karstark units becoming Bolton options. If I'm not mistaken, Karstark did align with Bolton. Yeah, that, that could totally be a thing. Or even Umber. I, I know a lot of the houses sided with Bolton after the whole debacle. Yeah, more or less most of them did, except like Bear Isle and stuff, right? Although, mm -hmm. do we know? I don't know if we have like a ton of details in the books necessarily. I'm not 100% sure. Because it gets a little... The Roos being Warden of the North thing is at the end of the fifth book, and really it's just Stannis marching on the Winterfell, but it, it takes like the entire book. <laughs> and he doesn't ever really get... He hasn't gotten there yet, as far as I'm aware. No, he definitely hasn't. The last thing we know is that they get attacked in the middle of the night by horsemen with the snow. <laughs> so, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm excited. I think they have, you know... Some people look at a lot of these things when they get released and they don't really, you know, you kind of have to do what we're doing and talk about it uh, and kind of explore the ideas of what they could do to kind of remind yourself that as long as you get really creative, like you can do a lot um, with expanding on things and adding things. Because sometimes people are like, man, I don't know how this games are going to survive more than like two or more, three more years. They're just going to run out of things to do. And I don't know, like uh, ever since I was, uh, you know, in high school, I've always kind of like had this, uh, I don't know if you call it a dream, but, you know, similar to a dream, you know, or maybe just a small dream to kind of create a game. I just never really had the time or the means to do it. And, you know, they would ever have imagined, you know, I bet you the game, if it's still going 10 years from now, a lot of the people that are, you know, right now saying, man, I don't know how I'd survive a couple more years, you know, 10 years from now, if they're still somehow playing as well, and they look back and they go, man, it really did last that long. So, um, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, with that said, uh, thank you again for coming on. This was an amazing show. Uh, it definitely, la it was last minute and, uh, I'm. I was already pumped for the stuff. I'm even more pumped uh, for it. I am obviously beyond excited. I never really thought that I'd get anything new. I thought it would just be more neutrals, and someday it would be a panic-based neutral faction that I could add to my Boltons. But this is very yeah. exciting. And yeah, I'm actually really excited to play more of the game because I've been. 
not like out of it. Obviously, I still go to the tournaments every month, every other month or so. But like, I spend most of my time with Concourse and whatnot, as you said. So um, I, I'm definitely gonna play more games. I'll drive out. We'll get some games as often as we can. Yep. Yeah, and you know, not only you know, a new, you know, there's so much to unpack here. There's you know, you're gonna have a it's it's gonna be its own faction, have its own tactics, new hero box, which I've always mentioned on here is like the most bang for your buck. Um, there was a rumor somewhere. I don't know if there's somehow proof of it, but they're gonna get like four new NCUs. Uh, I don't know if that means two from the starter box and two from the hero box or what, but that just adds so many options. And then on top of all of that, new sculpts. So I'll kind of end it there. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, definitely stay tuned for more episodes. Uh, definitely uh, try to get Justin here uh, a little more once uh, once things start rolling out with Boltons. And, uh, you know, that way you guys don't have to listen to Brett so much. <laughs> All right. Poor Brett. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone, take care. All right, goodbye. This is, this is the Small Concert Radio, and it is dismissed. still here. Why? With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.